Welcome to the Dr. J Show with your host, Dr. J. Herrera, DPT. Dr. J is a doctor of physical therapy and has dedicated himself to helping people like you reach your peak potential in health, wellness, and fitness using science-based physical therapy principles. To learn more, please go to drjherrera.com. The content contained in this show is for informational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Please consult a qualified healthcare professional for individual health or medical advice. Dr. J. Herrera, show participants, and or Herrera Research Institute, LLC, are not liable for damages claimed by the listener. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking uh, about uh, the ongoing discussion about back pain in particular the low back and the a, a body part or muscle region that's often associated with the low back pain syndrome is going to be called the piriformis. Um, that muscle is a small slender muscle but it's long so it's a, it's a thin muscle long and it basically attaches from the center part of your back pelvis or low pelvis or the SI joint, the sacrum along the sacrum and runs over your buttocks underneath the, uh, it's a very deep muscle, underneath the big glute muscle, uh, runs underneath, um, so it goes from the cent- central part of your back pelvis over and attaches, um, attaches itself onto the uh, uh, hip joint, basically. So you have a thin muscle that runs essentially somewhat uh, horizontal, not quite horizontal, a little bit of an angle uh, for most people, but runs from the, from your, uh, uh, the middle part of your back pelvis across, attaching itself into your hip bone and um, the upper femur portion. So what that's going to do is um, uh, help to stabilize the, the, the pelvis and the femur or the hip uh, in motion helps you to promote external rotation or rolling your leg out to the side, helps to stabilize your posture while you're standing and of course taking steps. Very important muscle for pelvic stability and uh, standing stability. Unfortunately, when you have low back pain, you have a lot of muscles around the area uh, that try to compensate. And when they compensate, they're trying to protect the irritated joints around the low back, like the lumbar spinal segments, the SI joint, sacroiliac joint, um, the uh, hip joint itself. And in that muscle, the, the piriformis can become what's called hypertonic or very, very tight and doesn't want to let go. It just seems like it's just, you can't stretch it enough. It's just very tight. And when a muscle is tight for a prolonged period, you can have what's called an ischemia response. I know we've talked about this in other podcasts. Um, so this, uh, when, when the piriformis is hyperactive and is trying to compensate, you can have an ischemic response where there's decreased blood flow uh, to that area, to the, uh, to the piriformis muscle. And then, of course, when you have that happen, you have a, a chemical response within and around the muscle that just basically creates the problem to become chronic, where it's just always tight and it's not functioning properly. It doesn't want to contract and relax properly. It, it, uh, it pr- promotes a dysfunction of the neuromotor uh, system within the muscle, so it's not wanting to respond well and do what it's designed to do, 
so during motion, during relaxation, it's not really doing what it's supposed to do. And uh, it can be a really, really problem, uh, pr uh, a big problem for a lot of low back sufferers. And in fact, when that muscle becomes um, tight, what we often see in patients is that since this, the, um, for most patients, not 100%, but the majority of the population, you'll have the sciatic nerve, the basic, uh, the big nerve that's about the size of your thumb that runs down the back of your leg as it exits from the... Um, the low part of the spine through the sacrum, all those spinal nerves that come out of the sacrum join together into the sciatic nerve <clears throat> running uh, uh, basically through your buttocks down the back of your leg and, and promotes, uh, um, controls muscles, controls uh, sensation. And, and when the piriformis is tight, for most population, the piriformis lies over the sciatic nerve or the sciatic nerve kind of runs underneath. You can also say it this way, the sciatic nerve runs underneath the piriformis. When it gets tight, it can cause, depending on the level of tightness of the piriformis, it can compress on that sciatic nerve, causing local pain of the buttocks and hip region as well as referred pain where it seems to radiate down the back of your leg and can cause muscular motor movement problems as well as sensory problems. It can be very, very uncomfortable. So through the diagnostics of physical therapy management, uh, for example, and you can also assess yourself and if you have those types of uh, butt pain, essentially, hip pain, uh, radiating pain, uh, one factor could be piriformis. So if you basically take your hand and uh, with the, your forefinger, so put your fingers together and basically your, your middle two fingers, right? Um, Take those middle two fingers and go towards the middle part of your buttocks, especially if you're having pain there, and kind of feel around and feel if you can um, set off uh, a little bit of irritation in that muscle, uh, the piriformis. Most likely it's going to be the piriformis, okay? Now there's other muscles involved that it could be, but a lot of times you're going to be, if you have pain and discomfort, that piriformis is going to be involved. And if you find it, you'll know it. It feels like just like a, a hot poker poking that muscle when your finger, when you apply pressure there. And so a palpation skill assessment we use in the clinic to further uh, assess uh, muscular soft tissue response to see if we have irritation. So if that muscle is affected, you have irritation, it's going to be a little bit inflamed, it's going to be, or, or a lot inflamed in some cases, and it's going to be uh, irritable. And when you touch it, it's not going to feel good. So by applying that sustained pressure though, right, you can apply that pressure, it's called acupressure, okay, using your fingers, does that make sense? So using your fingers, apply pressure there, uh, whatever you can tolerate, again, you're not trying to overpower anything, you're just trying to apply steady pressure there, hold it for 20, 30 seconds if you can, even up to a minute in some cases, okay? So try to hold that and do acupressure as a therapeutic release. Some people like to use a tennis ball and they'll try to sit on a tennis ball uh, or, and, and do it that way. That's fine if you want to do it that way. A racquetball would work. Um, the softer balls tend to be better when you try to use something hard like a baseball or a softball, it can be real uncomfortable. So the softer tennis ball or a racquetball, sometimes those are a little bit, uh, work a little bit better and you can tolerate that more. Some people like to use a, the foam, uh, a foam roller. Some people will use that, like the styrofoam. Uh, they'll use that uh, to put pressure over that buttocks posterior or back hip area. So you can do that. You can also do a stretch. Um, stretching that area is very beneficial. So if you're sitting in a chair or lying down on a table, depending on the range of motion you have, depending on the flexibility you have, and again, uh, different uh, 
degrees of, of piriformis pathology will dictate what you can do. But you want to try to gently bring your, assuming you don't have any discal issues, you're not hunching your back over, but with your, with your back firmly supported back in the chair or you're lying down, gently bring your knee towards your chest. You should feel the buttocks area kind of tighten, especially if you have restriction. And then you're going to be feeling it tighten. Go to a point where you feel a comfortable stretch, pause, and then you want to bring your knee over towards opposite shoulder. Does that make sense? So if I'm stretching my right piriformis, sitting or lying down position, usually lying down is a little bit more comfortable, so if you can, do it that way. Like on the bed, try not to get on the floor if you can avoid it, just go onto the bed if the bed is firm enough for you and comfortable, or a couch area. Bring the knee, your knee up towards your chest uh, to a comfortable stretch and gently drift over to the opposite shoulder. So if it's my right knee, my, my right piriformis, I'm bringing up my right knee, drift toward my left shoulder. Again, using your hands to guide the motion, grip your leg behind the knee. Don't necessarily grab in front of the knee because I don't want you jamming your knee joint. Um, okay, but grab the, the knee with both hands behind and guide your leg over where you want it to be. You can do this in a seated posture, but make sure you do not hunch over. Do not bring your chest towards the leg. Bring your leg towards the chest as tolerated, okay? Um, so you're gonna come back and over and hold that stretch. You should really be feeling that, maybe even, you might even feel that piriformis kind of quiver and shake and, and uh, become really uh, uncomfortable. But if you can hold out 10, 20, 30 seconds, even up to a minute or more, that should help to relieve that um, chronic tightness that you're having in that piriformis, okay? So I would, I would advise that. Um, if you want to get more advanced with it, what you can do is basically start off in that same position I just described. And if you have the flexibility, I'm sticking with my right leg for this example, you're going to put your right ankle, the outside part of your right ankle, over your, on top of your left knee. So almost like you're just um, uh, sitting with your, with your legs crossed, like a figure four position, okay? And with, in this position, then you can grab that knee that's, a, that's in a bent angle, okay? And bring the knee towards the opposite shoulder, okay? So you're, it's gonna be a greater stretch because you're already starting off in a maximum tension position for the piriformis muscle in that figure four leg position. Okay. And I will be posting videos on my website at drjherrera.com to kind of showcase these a little bit uh, more so. Um, in about a month, I'll be releasing my new book um, uh, focused on how to address your own back pain, especially in the first uh, one to two weeks or two to four weeks of injury. So I'll have some uh, pictures of how to stretch your piriformis in there as well. Um, but I will have free videos on my website, uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, and you can go there um, in the near future, okay, to oversee and re to review those uh, videos. And I'll give you the, the sitting position, also the lying down position, and the initial basic knee positioning as well as the advanced figure four leg positioning to stretch the piriformis. So again, um, if you're having trouble with these exercises and even after watching videos or seeing pictures, it's difficult, then, and, and if you've had this pain for quite some time or if it's bad enough to where you're being limited in your, in your daily life, you might wanna go see the, uh, a physical therapist in your local area and uh, I'm sure they can do a lot of good for you uh, by doing uh, a, a 
physical examination, diagnosing the problem. If it truly is a fit piriformis problem, then they should be able to help you uh, overcome that problem. There might be an underlying reason why you're having the piriformis kind of hyperactive, but if you can determine that and working with the physician and the physical therapist might be uh, might have to have a team effort to figure out what the problem is and, and uh, how best to approach to fix that problem. So I hope that's been bene- uh, 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 beneficial to you. And I hope that you uh, find that helpful. If you do like it, then please share it. Um, uh, subscribe, of course, to my iTunes and uh, to my iTunes channel and share this uh, podcast with your friends and family if you feel like it can be helpful to them. And um, I look forward to, to bringing more helpful podcasts uh, to you and uh, hopefully helpful videos and articles on my website at drjherrera.com. Uh, Please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any feedback, comments, questions. And I thank you so much. For more free articles, audios, and videos, please go to www.drjherrera.com. That's D-R-J-A-Y-H-E-R-R-E-R-A.com. This is Dr. Jay Herrera thanking you for listening to today's podcast, and I'm wishing you healthy, pain-free living.